0: back to safe talk with safe start i'm your host danny smith and stepping into the consultant spotlight today is keith carpenter and uh if i had to guess i'm betting keith is probably somewhere on a lake in the lone star state uh so uh keith i hear you and your wife became empty nesters as well this year right
1: (laughs) yes danny we sure did our daughter is finally off to college she did make it back for the first time uh in months yesterday, so it was great to see her, but yes, uh, her and her mother and I are so proud of her.
0: You know, I'm always very respectful of folks that, uh, you know, some folks just have problems dealing with the the kids being gone, but I can tell you, man, around our house, I don't know how it was with you guys, Keith, but uh, man, we threw a party. I mean, (laughs) mean, we at least we didn't do like a friend of mine did. She said that when she went away to college, uh, her parents actually moved, and this is way back before the days of GPS so when she came home for the holidays uh, her dad actually had to come meet her at a local convenience store just to show her the way to get to their new house so you know it's one of those at least he did show up to tell her where to where to come I guess so anyway let's get back to the subject of the podcast today which is uh, talking a bit about Keith and Keith's background as a consultant so uh, this is not Keith's first appearance by the way on the podcast if you go back to last July he joined us for one of our most downloaded podcasts, talking about critical
1: decisions. Man, what a memory, Danny.
0: I'd love to say it's a good memory on my part, but uh, well, no, that's more so just having a good producer who helps us with all these details. (laughs) Otherwise, I would never know, right? Uh, But you know, what is it they say As you get older, the memory is the second thing to go and I kind of forget what the first thing was. Anyway, in all seriousness, uh, if you haven't listened to that episode about critical decisions, it's really worth your while to go back and take a listen to that. Now, Keith has been delivering and consulting on safety learning technologies to corporations, to universities, and even insurance companies for more than 20 years. And his experience and expertise with industrial training was concentrated primarily in mechanical and electrical maintenance and compliance training before he joined our consulting team. So Keith, uh, let's kind of start there a bit. Uh, What really led you to SafeStart in the first place?
1: Well, you know, my story isn't as interesting as some of our fellow consultants. You see, I'm one of the few consultants that wasn't a uh, previous client or end user. Um, I worked for a training uh, slash production company in Dallas, and Safe Start was actually one of our clients. Uh, we, we produced some of the first uh, Ray and Pete videos, if you can recall them. Sure. Um, you know, back uh, back then, I was in my 20s, so you have to give me that benefit at least. And I don't think I'm the only one in my 20s that really didn't uh, appreciate safety, You know, at least back then. And uh, so I really declined kind of getting involved with safety, but, uh, you know, fast forward to about, uh, 10 years ago and, uh, 10 years ago, uh, Kevin Cobb, our good friend and, uh, Larry had tried to recruit me and, uh, and no, my life was a little bit different then you know I was now married I had a, a daughter and uh, safety was had a little bit more of a value to me and uh, so I, I decided to give it a shot if you will and uh, giving it a shot uh, I was volunteered to go to a workshop which uh, <laughs> come to find out is actually a trainer certification class in itself so uh, as I went through that class this time with more of an open mind, um, it kind of resonated with me a little bit more so than it was in my 20s because I had a little more experience. And you know, the if you go back and recall one of the exercises, my worst injuries came from from one of the furthest what I would consider dangerous things out there. And uh, so I started thinking about it a little bit more, and uh, it actually felt like uh, it was written for me. So I got involved, and uh, it has actually changed changed my life, and and not just my life. So. That's kind of how I got involved.
0: Yeah, they kind of, it, it's so interesting. You talk about how we all evolve, I guess, and that's that's certainly a part of how we grow and, and just how we begin to experience and think about things differently. Uh, what exactly about Safe Start, uh, what do you really love about this process? What's, what's kind of resonated with you personally?
1: Well, everything happens for a reason. And, uh, if we would have done this when we first originally scheduled this, I wouldn't have this to share with you, but, um, I got one of those calls that uh, a parent doesn't want to get, uh, two days ago. And my daughter had called me and she said that, uh, Hey dad, I was in an accident. I just got rear-ended. And of course, you know, the first thing I ask if she's okay. And she says, yes, yes, I'm okay. I asked if everybody else is okay. And, and everybody else was okay. So, uh, I asked her to call the cops. So she got off the phone, called the cops, I felt a little, you know, got my breath a little bit. It was one of those calls that got my heart going so much that the fingertips were, were tingling. Mm -hmm. But after I found out that she was all right and the cops were there and everything was uh, being done, um, I called her back and I asked her, you know, what what happened? um, What was the situation? And it sounded like we were starting a group discussion in class again. She goes, dad, it happened so quick. Uh, we were driving down the road. We're going about 45, 50 miles an hour. And all of a sudden the car in front of me just stopped. Not just the brake lights just came to a stop. So when I realized that I, I came to a stop and I looked at my review mirror and the car behind me was coming up fast and she was, her brakes were squealing and she came to a stop and we thought we were out of the clear. And then a car came and hit her from behind and plowed her into me. And, and it just happened so quick. And, uh, so when, uh, when everything had ha- come to an end in that night when I was talking to her, uh, there was a couple of things that I thought that I needed to, you know, talk to her about as, you know, being a parent, obviously. And first I needed to talk about how lucky she was because she was very, very lucky that day. But I also needed to make sure that, uh, I commended her on some of the things that she did well that day, because had she not been paying attention to that car in front of her, I mean, we'll, we'll put the cell phone aside at this point, because yeah. that's not something something that she really does. But the fact that she was paying attention as well as she did, and she wasn't tailgating the way that I would have been driving when I was 19 years old, uh, those habits for her, you know, made the difference as to why she was the only car that was able to drive away that day. So I just wanted to make sure that I was reinforcing some of those good habits that she's doing, so they don't continue to go to the wayside. But uh, for me, that's one of the things that it has affected me the most personally is my family.
0: Yeah, and that's that's kind of leads me to my next question there. And it's you know, what uh, what has been the most important part of your life that we're safe starts really made. An impact. And I guess you kind of got into that already, you know, just talking about how you've been able to share some of these concepts with your family, but also just, uh, as you said, just reinforcing some of the things that's, that's already been learned, reinforcing some of those good habits uh, that your daughter has already. That's it's so important. Just being at positive uh, reinforcement, I guess you could say of those things, right?
1: Absolutely. Because you don't want them to uh, go to the wayside, obviously. If you don't use it, you lose it. And uh, reinforcing those good habits, I think are just as important as developing those good habits.
0: Sure. Boy, and that could have been such a, such a bad situation with your daughter there too, right? Uh, <laughs> it
1: was, here's the funny thing though, as I started off, of that is, you know, when I said that everything happens for a reason, that was actually one of the comments that she said to me as we were hanging up uh, night before last. And I said, what do you mean? Everything happens for a reason. And she goes, well, if I didn't have that accident that day, uh, maybe it wouldn't have reminded me to stay focused before I drive five and a half hours, to go see you guys tomorrow. And I thought, you know, that's, that's a very good lesson for both of us to take out of that.
0: Sure. Wow. It's a great perspective too, right?
1: Absolutely. We're very proud of her.
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, and thinking back to when my girls were, were the age of your daughter, uh, you know, and I guess my youngest daughter was, uh, Just, uh, learning to drive when we introduced, uh, safe start, uh, safe start on the road, I guess is the proper name for it. We always, always call it the teen driving piece. Right. Right. Uh, I remember that Laura went through that, uh, as she was learning to drive and, uh, you know, somewhat reluctantly, I guess, but, uh, she, she did tell me later that, Hey, this really helped me. It helped me to avoid some accidents. Uh, she, she was in an accident, uh, Actually, she she wrecked my truck when she was driving at one time while I was out of town. Um, and I, I, I did good. I was like you. I asked about her your first. truck. Yeah, it was my truck, uh, and I she, I did good. I actually asked about her first and not the truck, so uh, I passed that test too, kind of like you did. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, she and the well, truck I know how you okay. like your truck, Danny. <laughs> yeah, but she and the truck were okay, so everything was fine, right? But uh, you know, it's that is such an important part of this, being able to share it with family members and and friends and coworkers, and 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 just being able to really make this come alive with folks. So, how do you find that it's and how do you get people engaged when they don't want to engage not just in, in the classroom but just you know family members how do you how do you really make this real to them yeah you know?
1: well i think first setting the example goes uh, a lot further than than talking i think that uh, we've all heard that from our parents or somebody in our lives at some point you know do as i say not as i do so setting the, the right example is is sometimes easier said than done. But one of the impacts that it's made on me personally, in addition to my family has been my personal driving habits. And as my hopefully that my daughter learned those not just from uh, what we say, but as we demonstrate those. But it's also amazing how just your time management or perspective on time management and can also change you as you go through this because it leads to those first three states that we talk about, the rushing sure. frustration, fatigue, obviously. But, but more importantly, just a sense of more personal accountability. So, um, th- again, getting the, uh, the engagement with the uh, daughter, uh, was a little bit easier than with my wife, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But as I was talking about things that I needed to work on and why I'm working on those, it made it, I think, and she'll have to answer this herself, but I think it made her a little bit more open to at least consider some of the, the things that, uh, Kylie and I were learning about since she was my uh, my first victim, if you will.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and that's such a great tip too. I mean, we we talk about that. We hear Larry talk about that in some of the videos that uh, we share as a part of the training process. You know, talk to folks about what you're working on first instead of just telling them, "Hey, here's what you need to be working on." Or uh, I always love the line that. Uh, that our coworker Jack Jackson uses when he first heard about safe start and came home and told his wife about uh, the things. And she was asking, you know, how'd you enjoy uh safe start today? And he says, Oh, it's great. I found out all the reasons you make all the mistakes. <laughs> <you do." Yeah. laughs> Not recommended. Right. So uh, I probably, I probably messed up the line there a bit, but uh, Jack can do it far better than any of us would ever consider doing that one. But uh, it, it is funny, but it's so true, right? People do, accept it more when you say, Hey, I'm working on this. You may want to try it.
1: And I could have left out the terms tailgating and lead foot driver, some (laughs) other non-productive items that uh, could have been taken out of the conversation.
0: Sure. For sure. Um, So tell me about this. You've been on site now with uh, countless clients over the past number of years. Um, What's one of the most exciting things that's ever happened to you while you've been on site with a client?
1: Well, one of the most exciting things that happened to me about six years ago was I was doing a job in the Gulf, off the Gulf Coast at a chemical plant. And this chemical plant uh, was neighbors to a, a refinery. Now, this chemical plant was very large, 24-7, 365 operation, very large facility. And across the street, it had this very unique a nice uh, compound a training complex with a bunch of trailers in there and smart boards. And that's where we were conducting the training throughout the the 10 days that I was there. And uh, I was on day about seven, uh, almost towards the middle of the the day on day seven. And uh, all of a sudden their air monitoring service detected a sulfur plume. And uh, so obviously there was an evacuation on that site. Well, come to find out the uh, trailers, the complex that I was at was their shelter in place spot where everybody was uh, making their way to. So I went from a class of 35 people during a table group discussion to within 10 minutes, 350 people in my room. Jeez. And uh, I had already been through, i already had uh, more than half of them in the training classes. So it ended up being, instead of just a chaos event it, or a chaotic event, it ended up being one of the largest, more productive group discussions that I have ever experienced in my life by complete accident. That's but, great. Uh, but that was probably one of the most exciting things on site, because I will say, nevertheless, I was nervous. I didn't know it was just a... a, a, a close call or near miss a small uh, release. I was a little worried, but trying to stay calm. So that was very exciting on all levels.
0: Wow. 350 person group discussion. That's uh, that's a, a bit of a chore to facilitate, isn't it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, tell us anything else that you could think of that's uh, just uh, one of those great things that you've experienced on site. You know, maybe somebody that initially just didn't seem to come around and maybe, you know, they did come back to you a bit later and say hey you know i really appreciate this anything along those lines or anything else you'd like to share that that would go along with one of those
1: well we, we've got uh, plenty of those examples that never get old to talking about but one of the most extreme examples that i that i had experienced was on the west coast this was a a union facility and the uh i was doing a, a evening shift and the uh, the communication never made it to the, the crew that they had to go through a four hour safe start employee kickoff session when they first came in at uh, 6 p.m and uh, there was a let's just say there was a very late start on that class and uh, they were not happy and uh, after their uh, their meeting they had uh, came come to the class and the gentleman that uh, was the most unhappy I went to shake his hand like I normally do and uh, he just, walked right by me and said a few, uh, few choice words, went to the corner of the room, turned to the corner, took his book, threw it to the side. And uh, I thought this is very, very interesting. And it was very hard to uh, not focus on that person, but for the benefit of the others, we continued on. And uh, I went back to that client about a year later and it was around Christmas time. I remember it was uh, after Thanksgiving, before Christmas. And when I went in there, I thought that I would, completely know identify or know who the person that was and i didn't even recognize the individual as a matter of fact the individual that had that challenge with me the year beforehand was somebody who actually shared a safe start story oh. after that so i'm not exactly sure what happened between the year that i was that i was there originally but what that taught me was is that everybody's got to validate this in their own time in their own process and i got to realize that that doesn't always happen in the classroom and uh Once I realized that it made dealing with people that aren't too happy being in my classes a little bit easier. I'm not going to say they're, they're always easy to ignore, but it made it a lot easier knowing that, Hey, maybe I didn't get them today, but maybe there's a chance. Sure. So
0: Planting some seeds and that's absolutely what it is, Yeah, And that's, that's exactly what it's all about. You know, sometimes, uh, I mean, we'd love for everybody just to come around instantly but that's simply not going to happen so
1: it didn't uh, happen with me so I can respect that
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can relate myself yeah uh, was funny I guess with me uh, when I heard Larry first start talking about the habit of moving without looking uh, I realized there was some meat on this bone for sure you know and uh, after that it was uh, it took me a while to really kind of I guess internalize some of that, but man, I I guess once I did, it, it it was, you know, it was really, really solid with me, but you know, not everybody's that way. And like you said, everybody's got to kind of walk their own path with this and we just have to respect that as trainers and consultants. So.
1: Be patient with the process.
0: That's it. Be patient with the process, be patient with the people and, and stick to it, you know, and that's the thing. And uh, it, 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 folks will come around. So Well, Keith, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, It's always a pleasure catching up with you and uh, just a joy to talk with you once again.
1: Me too, my friend. I appreciate the invite.
0: So thanks for everyone for listening today. On behalf of the team here with Safe Talk with Safe Start, I'm Danny Smith, and thank you once again for listening.